0: Welcome to the ReUp Men's Podcast with Tim Brown. I'm Brandon Porter. Tim Brown will be along in just a moment. ReUp is using the model that Jesus used with his disciples, a model based on educating, encouraging, and empowering men to make disciples. Men living by his life is the solution. You can learn more about our ministry at reupmen.com. You know, Tim, there are some things in our lives that, that we just. Um, Dabbling at one time, and it is sufficient for the rest of our lives. I know for me, the quick thing that comes to mind when I think of that is chicken livers. Yeah, I'm out.
1: Mm-mm, I yeah. tried
0: tried it once. I'm, I'm done. Out. that's yeah. right. How about yeah. how about for you? Oh what man, else? I well, God, I
1: think we could take up the whole podcast. <laughs> Maybe we do one of those one day, a fun <laughs> one about all the crazy stuff we tried once. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I was thinking, um, when I was a kid, um, in elementary school, some friends of mine, we we were we knew our principal of our elementary school. He was uh, a good friend of our families. But so one day we were over there, me and some of my buddies, and he had this, he had this container, and and it, and it looked like little, just little pieces of chocolate. Mm-hmm. And oh, that, that's kind of cool. And he said, he said, well, you want to, you want to try them? And and when he word, said the word try them, I'm like, okay, no wait a minute. What? So I asked, well, what what are they actually? He said, "Well, they're chocolate covered ants." Oh goodness! Yeah. Mm. So, me and my buddies, we all got enough nerve up to try them one time, I and mean, we, we each got one. That was it. That yeah. was enough. I, <laughs> the crunchiness and just that thought that it was an ant. Yeah, that was, that was sufficient. That was enough. Yeah, I, did, I didn't I didn't have to try any more. I didn't have to ever worry about it again. If somebody ever asked me, I'd say, "Yep, I tried it one time, and that was enough." Yeah. So. Uh, but I yeah I got lots of stories like that but that that one pops into my head that I can't even believe I did it yeah. but I did. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. But but you're good. Yeah, no, I'm good. No, no need to go back. Suffi- it was sufficient. Done. That's right. So 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 do not send Tim Brown any chocolate. That's Exactly eggs. right. That's exactly right. Or chicken livers. There you go. Uh I
1: could go on and on. sushi, I mean, all all that stuff. I'm out. All so right. yeah. All right. Food is supposed to be
0: cooked. There you go. So anyway. okay. All right. So. so there are some things in in life that that once is enough. Yeah. And as we think specifically in this podcast about Christ and about how he is sufficient, mm. what he has done for us in his, uh, the forgiveness, the atonement, the yeah. sacrifice, yeah. uh, the Bible says that once is enough. In fact, Tim, we're going to talk a lot about Hebrews 10. And as I yeah. look at that little subheading above it, it says Christ sacrifice once for all. Yeah. Talk to yeah. us, talk, talk to us about the importance of that.
1: Yeah. I mean that, that, I think that, Section of Scripture, Hebrews 10, 1 through 18, which in the study, uh, we, have, we have you spend quite a bit of time in unpacking It's just so rich. There's so much there. The writer really makes it clear um, and gives us an overview of really our whole, what our faith is really built on and based around, which is this one sacrifice, that perfect sacrifice I talked about in the last episode, um, was enough. Once, done, it's finished. Um, you know, you get down into the reading and unpacking Hebrews 10. It talks of in verse uh, 12, having but he having offered one sacrifice for sins for all time, mm. sat down at the right hand of God. And then verse 14, for by one offering he's perfected for all time, those are sanctified. And when I read that, we see the, uh, the word all three times in those two verses. Mm-hmm. And I had a guy tell me this one time, he said, Tim, you realize when God uses the word all in the Bible, it means all. That's right. <laughs> period. <laughs> yeah. And so now, you don't have to try to mess around. It means all. Mm-hmm. So all, mm-hmm. one time. Yeah, the, the chocolate-covered ants, one time. That's right. Done. That's right. Done.
0: Th- there's another phrase in this uh, text in Hebrews 10 that also is significant in that Mind in that line of thinking, and it's mm. found there in verse twelve. It says that he sat down. Yeah, yes. talk a little bit about that. Well, I mean, exactly what Jesus said on the cross. It's when you—I don't know about you, but when
1: I, if I'm doing something uh, and I'm standing or whatever and working on something, you know, like I think about uh, putting toys together for my kids when they were little, or now with my grandkids, whatever, and now it, it wears me out quicker than it. Used to. Uh So when I'm done, when the work's done and it's sufficient, it's completed, Uh I sit down. Yeah. And I think the writer of Hebrews is tying in what Jesus said on the cross when he said, it is finished. Yeah. And then verse 10 says, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. Uh There's the word all again. Verse 12, verse 14, all is done, seated. So again, we can look at that and go, Well, he sat down. Yeah. What's that mean? He's done. Yeah. not taking a pause. It's done. Yeah. And that's so when he says
0: that's who we are and our identity,
1: then it's done.
0: Yeah. I think about the longtime um Dodgers announcer Vin Scully. He he would always use the phrase at the end of the game, it's in the books. Yeah, it's in, it's the, in books. the books. You yeah. know, so so now the new Dodgers pitcher Shohei Otani. You think about he's going to go out there, and he's doing his best to strike out the side, three up, yep. three down. And yep. what does he do once that first inning is over? He comes it's back to the bench, and he sits down. down. Yeah. First inning's in the books. Yeah, Similar kind of thought yep. process here. The yep. work is
1: complete. Yep. Moving on. For me, being a Reds fan, it'd be the Marty Brenneman phrase, yep. and this one belongs to the Reds. Mm-hmm. It's over. It's done. Yeah. Can't change it. Yeah, It's in the books. It's done. Uh, it's over with. We go sit down and celebrate it. And it, it, it's completed. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this this section in Hebrews is, again, if you, like we talked about in the last podcast. If you tie that in with the sacrificial system, and you tie in, tie it in with the cross, the crucifixion, wow! I mean, it just it, it just it just comes to life. Yeah, and and you go, wow. Okay, yeah, it's done. Yeah, and once and for all, one sacrifice. It is finished. I don't have to go to work for it. I don't have to prove it. Um he says it. That's good enough for me I'm it that's, yeah. who, that's who I am.
0: Well, let's start connecting those dots then we, we spent the whole previous episode talking about the day of atonement and the sacrificial system. Now we're going to talk about how Christ is the fulfillment of that. Yeah. and so um so there you know, there's the why, there's the how uh, questions that that come to mind. and so so begin to help help us understand that of, of why is Christ able to be? that sacrificial lamb that was referenced back in Leviticus.
1: Yeah. Well, and you know, again, you, there's so many things in the old Testament, Isaiah 53, the prophecy of the suffering savior, uh, in Jeremiah, the, you know, all the we go all over the old Testament about this, um, this sacrifice, this offering, uh, that would, would come and basically take care of our problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I say this all the time. Um, I got a problem that I didn't sign up for Mm -hmm. and it got fixed in a way that I didn't deserve. Mm. And so both of those were out of my control. I got something I didn't ask for and the only way it could get fixed was by he doing what he did and really I didn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so again, the sacrificial system just, it covered everything. Yeah. Um and, and it's interesting because people say, well, okay, so what about Moses' sins? When were they forgiven? Mm-hmm. Well, at the cross. Mm-hmm. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Mo- Moses was in the Old Testament. Right. No. But his sins weren't forgiven fully until the, the one sacrifice, mm-hmm. the perfect sacrifice. Mm-hmm. What about Abraham? Well, his sins weren't forgiven until the cross. Yeah. And so...
0: That, that had to happen because this book of Hebrews talks about that in, in the latter days, God passed over. Yes. But now he has forgiven. Correct. Through Christ. Correct. So talk a little bit about why Christ, what, what are some of the reasons that he is the only one who could accomplish that?
1: Uh, well, first off, um, he was, he's, he's three in one uh-huh. with the, with the Trinity. He's God. Uh huh. So he's perfect, mm-hmm. holy, blameless. Um, He's been since the beginning, but God, and he became man, he became flesh, mm-hmm. the word became flesh. Um, and the reason that happened was there had to be a physical death to sin, mm-hmm. a sacrifice, not just to cover the sin, but basically to kind of kill sin. Mm-hmm. The 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 wages of it, um, the result of it that would, would send us to eternity to hell forever. Mm-hmm. That had to be fixed. Yeah. And so, um, so for that reason, Jesus had to have a perfect nature. Yeah.
0: He couldn't have our kind of nature. Yeah. And that that's where the part about him being God is so yes, important. Correct. Yeah. So that's why he did
1: not have he could not have come from his earthly dad's um gene pool yeah he couldn't be fully human right because f- fully human is sinful nature he would have had a sinful nature yeah so that's why we had to have the virgin birth where we had to have this perfect god basically bring about this life inside this mary inside the woman and he never sinned mm-hmm. now was he tempted absolutely yeah uh but he 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 never sinned so he was the spotless perfect sacrifice. And that was the only thing that
0: could fix our problem. Which that connects to some things that, that you've talked about in previous podcasts when we were talking about the seed yes. of yeah. Adam. Yeah, yeah, right there in the beginning,
1: when Adam and Eve messed the deal up, God, his plan right there was still in works, and he said, the seed, I'll put enmity between her seed and your seed. That seed, her seed— Galatians three sixteen tells us it's Christ mm-hmm. that would come. And if you really look at what's happened, what happened all the way through to Jesus' death, the enemy tried to to mess that up. He tried to mess up lineages, he tried to do all sorts of things. I mean, if you go and read uh about over in First Samuel uh where it talks about the sons of God married earthly women. Well, those were fallen angels most scholars believe those were fallen angels that um, had relationships with women and they had children to try to mess up the lineage of Christ. So, I mean all throughout uh, Satan has tried to destroy that lineage because that seed it said it was coming. It was going to come it was going to take it was going to fix everything. Galatians 3:16. And so um, and that, that's another reason we see the Jewish nation continue to be just Harassed and mm-hmm. beat on and all this because that that's those were God's people. Mm-hmm. That's the lineage of Jesus, mm-hmm. and so um so Jesus came again. Per, Behold, the Lamb of God takes away the sin of man because there had to be a death mm-hmm. to sin. Yeah, and so when it says He who knew no sin became sin, it, he didn't put it in a backpack and crawl on the cross. He became sin, mm-hmm. and later in the study we're gonna look at that that three hours on the cross when they had, when he he had to separate from the father Mm -hmm. and become sin and die, Mm -hmm. sin had to die. Yeah. And that, and it was through Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, um, you know, that, that to me, um, again, understanding some of that just makes the, again, the cross just come alive in such a way and an appreciation of all that. But, yeah, so all the way through we see this continually. Uh, there had to be that's in the com- when we take communion, it's the reason we take the, the bread first. It represents yeah.
0: the body. Yeah, because that's what had to happen. Mm-hmm. There had to be a death. Yeah, and it represents that death. And and I think while we're here, we might as well talk about the fact that not only did God have to do it because of the sinful nature, but God had to give Himself as the sacrifice to overcome the consequence of sin. Yes. And, and jesus was the only one who could overcome death and rise right. so, so so the death had to happen right but the resurrection had to happen as well right
1: well i've heard numerous people say a lot smarter than me uh, without the resurrection you got a crazy guy got himself killed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. basically and the resurrection is the most significant event in the history of the world i mean that that's the game changer mm-hmm. you know, so you're right yeah i mean when we look at that yeah the resurrection had to had to happen, or we just, you know, history would record a guy named Jesus who went around and said he was God, and killed him, and that was it. Uh-huh. But the resurrection changed everything. And 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 what's interesting, I tell people all the time, we we've got to get, we really have to start focusing on and saying that our our faith is based on a person and an event. Unfortunately, a lot of us, you know, we say, well, our, our faith is based on the Bible. Well, no. Without the person in the event, we wouldn't even have the Bible. Yeah, And there they they went 400 years, there wasn't even a Bible, and people believed in Jesus. Mm-hmm. So our faith is based on a person and an event, and that's why he could sit down at the right hand of
0: the Father, because it, it's done. Yeah, and all this really ties into the importance, which which they, you know, the disciples would not have understood what Jesus was saying when he said it from the cross. But when he says, it is finished, he doesn't just mean like his physical suffering yep. is finished. Yep. Yep. There's something much greater happening yep. that is being completed. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and they, they had no clue what he was when he said it is sure. finished. I mean, but
1: now on this side of the cross, mm-hmm. we do. We mm-hmm. can look back now and go, yeah. Now I know exactly what he meant. Yeah, it's finished, and he sat down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What Hebrews is saying. Mm-hmm. This imagery, he said, the one sacrifice for all time, the body of Christ for all time, offered at one time for sins of all, sat down at the right hand. And it's perfected for all those who are sanctified
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it, it's done. Mm-hmm. And, but the, one of the biggest problems as we keep talking about identity is so many men don't understand what that did for them and who they really became because of that. Mm-hmm. And it's finished. Yeah. I don't, I don't have to work for it. It's
0: done. Now yeah. I just got to learn how to live in it yeah. and let him live his life through me. Yeah. And so, just just to wrap up here, um, that's because of great exchange. Not only did He take our sin, but He gives us His righteousness. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean,
1: it'd be, it's great that He took away my sin, right? But if I don't get that other, th- the great exchange, you don't get that. Then I'm out here just just floundering. Yeah. And but now gives me that righteousness, and I can stand tall, look look forward instead of looking down at my feet. Go okay, wow! I'm, I am somebody because of him. I am who he says I am, and because of that great exchange. And now I just got to learn to live in that.
0: Reup is a personal adventure and intimacy with Jesus Christ. It's more than a program to get men into church creating intentional structures with constant encouragement and focus. ReUp aims to help men grow as disciples of Jesus, educating men in the Father, encouraging them as they pursue the Father, and empowering them as they grow in the Father. Alongside other men, ReUp helps create a culture of expectation and accountability that gives you a foundation for a true disciple-making ministry in your church. Learn more at reupmen.com. So, Tim, in the first half of the podcast, we talked about the sufficiency of Christ. Um, we were just getting into talking about what it ultimately means for a man and his identity, um, his purpose, um, all of those things, to know Christ, to, to not only have our sins forgiven, but to be found in him, to be in Christ. Mm. Um, talk a little bit about how that should—well, um, let's just start with our identity. How does that affect— the Christian man's identity, to live in him? Well, um, living in him and him
1: in us, I think we talked about this in one of the previous episodes, all of a sudden we've been given a power, the power that raised Jesus from the dead is in us. Um, we, we now, because he's in us and we're in him, We now have his mind, the mind of Christ. Um, He's Jesus in us, the hope of glory. Um, We don't have to give in to the the plots of the enemy. Mm -hmm. We have a power that's fighting the battle for us. Um, We don't have to go out and work and earn the standing um, because he's in us. But then we can but again, back to the, the the second part of what we believe is one of the three truths of a biblical man is now that you don't know, know that he is in you, it allows you to start learning how to live by that life mm-hmm. that's in you. And that's that, 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 that's that's when it really starts you start to see and experience what Jesus really died for us to have. Yeah. Yeah, he died for us to have our sins forgiven, to be made new, but then to let him that's in us live his life through us. Yeah. That 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 becomes to me for men. Um it's such a it's freedom to fail. Yeah. It's uh taking a burden off of me that I don't have to do all the time. Yeah. I can just
0: bask in the being. Yeah. And then let him that's in me. Do it, yeah. Which is really what's in my head. Um, just hearing you talk now is h- how much I hear you talk about the, the who I am and the what I do. Yeah. It yeah. it just rearranges that yeah. equation. Oh my gosh! It's it, and and not only does it rearrange it, it sets it in the in the right way, yeah. Yeah. Through, in Christ. It, it sets it to where, you know, our our performance is not um, what defines us. Our performance is not um, what what we feel. Like we have to be about to gain God's favor, but in Christ we understand that because of what He has done for us, we receive God's love, His mercy, His grace, His favor. Therefore, we are now motivated to live our lives and, and that is the to do part. But, yeah, yeah. but but it's so liberating to, yeah. to all those things that, that you've just shared. Yeah.
1: I, I I was uh I was on a call uh yesterday actually. Um with a church in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, and I-, I was walking through some, some of these truths, uh, and when I said that the second truth we believe about a biblical man is that he understands how to live by the life of another that's in him, Jesus, um, he said, Tim, I've never heard that. Mm. He said, but just you saying that, and I don't even understand it, mm-hmm. but just you saying that, makes me feel some freedom. And I thought, wow, there you go. I mean, yeah. I mean, he doesn't even understand. That's the first time he'd ever heard it. Yeah, But just hearing that, if I can understand how to live by that life that's in me, it just, it just, the the freedom and the weight that it takes off of me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm convinced that that is such a, foreign concept right now for men but the ones that we have seen that finally the light bulb goes off a little bit about it and the lord reveals that to them and he starts to show them what that looks like those are the men that are uh, that are you that that will stand before him someday and without a doubt here well done my good and faithful servant mm-hmm And the way I look at that is, well done, my good and faithful servant. You got out of my way. Mm -hmm. You finally understood it Mm -hmm. and got out of my way and let me do it through you. And my invisible attributes were displayed through you. My character was displayed through you because you got out of my way. And now, for that reason, you're a good, I'm saying you're my good and faithful servant. And look at all these people that have been impacted because of that. Yeah. And,
0: and I think about the, the fellow in Omaha who it's a new concept for him. Yeah. Maybe somebody who's listening with us, it's a new concept for them. You ought to be encouraged. Don't be discouraged by that because a fellow named Paul re- <laughs> wrestled through that as well. Oh my gosh. I mean that, you know, so, so in, in the book of Romans, he's wrestling through yep. what, what does it mean to be released yep. from the bondage of sin? Oh man. But yeah. then in Galatians, um, he wrestles through what does it mean to be released from the bondage to the law and, and both of those things. Um, just seek to drive us down, and and I mean that that word bondage is a great word. Yeah, and so the the liberty, the freedom from sin, the freedom from the law, yeah. and the freedom to walk in Christ. You know, Paul wrestles through that. We we watch Paul wrestle through that in the New Testament, and we watch him come and gain this this liberty and this freedom by the power of the, the Holy Spirit, by understanding who he is in Christ, that new identity, what it means to be a new crea- creature. And ultimately, he's he's working out for us what it is to be, what John 10.10 10 is, what yeah. what it is to have life. life and have it to the fullest. Absolutely. Paul is coming to understand that. And so we get the opportunity to look over his shoulder yep. and understand that for our lives as men who walk after well, Christ. Well, again, you're talking about
1: that guy who shouldn't be discouraged if you're listening. I mean, again, let's go, let's think about who Paul was. Yeah. And I say this all the time. I don't think there's anybody listening. Now, I may be wrong. That. Has ever pulled Christians out of their home and killed them in front of their kids? Yeah, like Paul did. Absolutely, when he was Saul. Yeah. So uh, you may be a little discouraged when you heard that because you don't understand it, but Paul didn't either. Yeah. And Paul did things that wow, but he got it. Yeah. At some point in time, and you know, I, I, as I was listening to you, I went to the last two verses here of Hebrews ten, and it says, "And their sins and their lawless deeds, I." will no longer remember. Mm-hmm. Now where there is forgiveness of these things, yeah. an offering for sin is no longer required. Yeah. It's it's done. That's who you are. You don't have to worry about coming to me all the time and going, all right, I messed up again, father, you know, um, or I, I need to work, I need to earn this, I need to do this. It's done, man. Yeah. It's done. It is done. It's, done. it's done. It's done. Now just
0: learn to live in that. Yeah and and for the, for the believer confession is not about wondering if God will forgive you confession is it's discipline in that positive sense it is yep. strengthening its that hurting, fellowship it's building a right, right. It's fellowship based yeah. yeah
1: and so and we'll get into that here in a few weeks a little bit more but you know the one thing I, I really hope guys get out of this episode and from this section of the of the study is all the way back to the old testament God has, has given us hope, purpose. He's had a plan. Uh, he wants so much for us. Mm-hmm. And when we can understand what this writer of Hebrews is saying as he's comparing it to the sacrificial system, that God in the flesh came perfect, holy, blameless, and became sin. The sacrifice, the perfect sacrifice. Um, Again, we'll get into it in later episodes. I mean, he even died at the precise time that this special sacrifice would go on in the temple, the Hagigah sacrifice, at nine, I mean, down to the minute. You know, God sent him to die at the right time for us. I mean, it's just, we really think through that for us to become what we've been talking about. So we could have life, have it to the full, live by his life, and have something that some other folks might just want. Instead of going around with a big smile, sad eyes, and nobody wants it. Man, when you start to understand these things, as Bob used to say, man, to disciple me, then you go around with a big smile, happy eyes, and somebody will go, man, I don't know what's going on with Brandon, but I, I, I think I want some of that. He's, he's living life in a whole different way than I am, on a whole different plane. And I want to figure out what that is.
0: Thanks for listening to the ReUp Men's Podcast with Tim Brown. ReUp is here to help you live that life in Christ. You can learn about ReUp's biblical resources at reuppodcast.com. Everything you need to get a group of guys to do life together and pursue the joy that can only be found in Christ. Waiting for you at reuppodcast.com. We hope you're encouraged and motivated as you listen to this podcast. Please subscribe through your favorite platform. Your positive feedback helps us reach even more men. Thanks for listening to the Reup Men's Podcast with Tim Brown.